0: Welcome, everybody, to the Pull Up Experience What's Podcast that? Edition. Yeah. <laughs> As you guys can see here, I am at the table, and it's so worth it to have a seat at the table. <laughs> Y'all know life table. itself is a journey, and finding yourself, whatever that means, has become this thing that we say that's cute, but it's also a... Uh, charge that you have to give yourself when you're more serious about life. And I am sitting here with the beautiful Amber of finding blank. Uh, I love that she has this cause Mm -hmm. to help you navigate that space Uh, of all ages, especially from a younger age, when you are really trying to just figure it out. Mm -hmm. Because you know you want more than what the adults know, but you... Um, at that point where it's like, in my mind, I can do it better. I just don't know the way yet. Mm-hmm. Um, but she helps you to figure out what your blank might be. Um, and a part of that blank is finding yourself. And yes. Amber's here to make sure that if you looking She'll help you with her own magnifying glass. So she ain't technically a detective but she got what it takes to help you do your research and figure it out along the way. Um, She has some amazing causes that she is going to really help us to navigate this whole episode um, and really explain to us what she does, how she does it, and why she's been so successful in her journey. Mm -hmm. So Amber, please explain to the people who you are. Hello, thank you
1: guys so much for having me. That was a Beautiful (laughs) introduction. Yes, I was just like, "Wow,
2: that's (laughs) That's what
1: she does." The (laughs) killer, you were great, girl. Um, My name is Amber Horton. I am the founder and director of Finding Blank nonprofit organization here in the Greater Cleveland area. Mm -hmm. We have been in operation since 2016, which was also the year I graduated uh, college. And came straight out to get to it. So (laughs) um, we are a non-profit organization basically kind of specializing in youth art activities. So we provide art as a way for youth to kind of like explore Mm -hmm. and find themselves. So I feel like a lot of the time, you kind of touched on it too, which was kind of the reason why I actually started Finding Blank, is as a youth, especially like I kind of came up with the thought process when I was a teenager Mm
3: -hmm. Mm -hmm. at
1: the time of a teen I was going through a lot when I was in school I was kind of experiencing some bullying some different things like that and Mm -hmm. writing was my outlet so I always felt misunderstood by everybody I was like the adults don't get me and they don't understand and then I don't feel like I want to talk to anybody because then people are going to think I'm weird and just don't understand so I just wrote it Mm -hmm. I would always just kind of like write it all out I write my feelings i'll write poetry i'll just journal but each time i wrote i felt like a weight was lifted off my shoulders like Mm -hmm. even if nobody read it i was just like i love writing so i wanted to give that kind of same experience to youth and introduce them to different art forms as a way for them to express themselves when they feel misunderstood and to also kind of like help with mental health issues and different things like that because I feel like a lot of people feel misunderstood because a lot of people don't like to talk about their feelings because mm-hmm. they're wondering, thinking mm-hmm. about what people are going to say about them. So I figured I'd give them an art um, way to release themselves. So. The purpose of the organization is to kind of introduce them to art forms, a lot of people come and go like, I don't know how to do art, I don't know how to do it, I'm Mm -hmm. like, it's okay, this is just like (laughs) a very beginning level, this is a beginning experience, to kind of get your feet wet with it, so that you can kind of learn some coping mechanisms and learn how to express Mm -hmm. yourself in different ways. So yes, that is kind of like uh, a brief overview of what Finding Blank is and what we do.
0: I love it because even (laughs) if you don't want to talk you still want to feel heard Mm -hmm. and like you said um a lot of us are different um and a lot of people to big themselves up might um project um their insecurities on you and it almost makes you feel Mm -hmm. as though you're worth less um Because you can't really even explain your work. Like, you're worth so much. Like, it's almost, like, priceless instead of worthless, right? Yes. Mm -hmm. Um, But I love the fact that you give people a safe space, especially teenagers, um, that opportunity. So, like you said, you came straight out of college and then still started your own business. So, what was that journey like? Because most people are like, I'm not going to college because I'm starting my own business. (laughs) And you're like, I'm going to college, finishing, getting a little degree on the wall, and still going to start my own business.
1: Um, Yeah. So, actually, that is kind of interesting. Interesting, because that was not my goal.
0: No, <laughs> <Get out>. okay. <laughs> no, so
1: um, fun fact. Um, in my high school experience, like I said, went through a lot. Um, I wasn't necessarily like the stellar student in like high school. I got pretty decent grades, but not stellar. Mm-hmm. Um, fun fact. So I had to take um, an elective in school. Mm-hmm. I wanted to sign up for home ec and cook every day. (laughs) I was just thinking about everything I was going to cook and eat every single day. That was smart. (laughs) And then the school called me about two days before school started, said the home ec class was full and I needed to choose another class. And I was like, everything's full now. And sociology was available. But I was like I was in the tenth grade at the time. I was like, I don't know what sociology is and I don't wanna take that. I wanted to eat. (laughs) So (laughs) I ended up taking it and I was so mad I had to take it. But it ended up being my favorite class ever and it was actually Intimidating at first because I was the only 10th grader in the class. The majority of the people in the class were seniors and some juniors. Mm -hmm. So I was like, oh my God, I'm the only 10th grader with a whole bunch of upperclassmen in high school. I was scared. Mm -hmm. But then um, I fell in love with sociology. I used to come to school every single day just to come to that class.
4: Like. I'm, I'm looking at Kita. she's looking like a blank scare on her face. What is sociology? You got to his <laughs> You need to clean his glasses, can, 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 y'all. We trying to be is. 20 them, man. He didn't clean his glasses before we start the episode.
0: So <laughs> sociology. You, I know how you like the people watch. So yeah. a formal language. So sociology
1: is actually kind of basically the study of people and specifically the groups of people and how mm. they interact with the. World. One with each other so um it was actually a very interesting class so you kind of examine subcultures and different things like that in groups in groups which a lot of people wouldn't think they're a part of a group but groups do kind of break down the subcultures like hip-hop could be considered a group Mm -hmm. like Mm. art um culture can be considered a group and then you're seeing how those groups interact with other people and they're all kind of in one space with each other Mm. so um I love people. Didn't realize it at the time, but, like, my mind was blown in that class. Like, I was like, I love this. Like, it was an experience. So, when I went to college, so I always knew, as early as I can remember, I thought I wanted to be a teacher because I just knew I wanted to, like, work with kids and help people. Even when I was a kid, I was like, I want to be a teacher. So, then in high school, um, still wanted to be a teacher, but then when I went through my bullying um, experiences, I there was a social worker in the building and then she became she kind of became like my safe space and like my safe haven mm. so like I'd be able to leave classroom and go talk to her and stuff like that and I finally felt seen by somebody like mm. she would listen to me and like hear me out and like give me actually useful advice and I felt like for once like you actually understand me What's her name Her name was it was a J I feel like it was like Miss it was like
2: shout out to the counselor (laughs) 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 she was
1: um, a therapist so she was actually contracted in but at the time when I was in high school I didn't know that I just knew she was in the office Mm -hmm. and she was amazing because it made me feel comfortable coming to school then because I was like okay like for once, I feel like somebody actually sees me and understands mm. me, and that was, like, so nice. So I was, like, I made up my mind. I was, like, I'm going to school to be a social worker and to work in a school just Aww. like you so I can that, help people.
3: Huh? That mm-hmm. So
1: I can, because I was, like, I understand how it felt to be, like, at your lowest. So I was, like, I want to help people. Mm. So um, new for social work, you had to have your master's. So I was, like, that's great. I'll go get my undergrad in sociology and then go straight there and get my master's in social work. Mm-hmm. Uh, Went to college, did all that, still had the whole plan all the way up into my senior year. That is where Finding Blank became a thing. Uh, My senior year, I did a study abroad in Central America. We traveled between the countries of Nicaragua, Costa Rica, and Guatemala. That's
3: amazing.
1: When I went, I was completely ripped out of my comfort zone. I was the only black person in my group, so there was a Mm. total of seven of us. We all came from different states and different universities. So we didn't meet each other until we landed there on the plane mm-hmm. and all like kinda got picked up, even though we were on the same plane with each other, but we didn't know wow. who each other were. So my
4: beginning of a reality show. <laughs>
1: it honestly could have been a great <laughs> reality show because the bonds that we were made in four year four months, it was it was incredible. That's awesome. It was something. I bet. But in the process, um Finding Blank actually started out as a blog. So it kind of went back to mm. my roots of writing. So um When I was there, it was still, um, it was an experience, a challenging experience, but still very eye-opening. I felt like my life was a blank canvas because Mm -hmm. I felt like I was ripped from any and everything that I ever known. Even, like, the subsets, like, when you see someone, you kind of automatically, like, judge them up. Like, things that you don't even realize, like... I look at you, you're still a black woman. Like, mm-hmm. that's something like straight off the gate. Mm. So, when I was there, they didn't know what I was. Mm. So, I wasn't just automatically walking down the street and people are automatically putting me into boxes. I was kind of like, people would come up to me speaking Spanish really fast and be yeah, like, I thought you were Hispanic. Mm. Like, we never see, because we were in like rural areas, we weren't in like the mm. tourist areas. They were like, we never seen like black people that weren't like black Hispanics or black Latinos. Mm. So, like, it was, I was like, oh, wow, like, so I'm not automatically getting judged. You're not automatically thinking I'm stealing stuff. Mm. You don't think I'm, like, violent. So I was like, this is different. So I kind of wrote through my experiences because I felt like I was kind of lost in my own process and journey. Because I was like, mm. wow, like, I could be whoever I want to be. Like, I can mm. learn myself. Like, I can recreate myself. Mm-hmm. So I started out writing. And then when I was at home, people would be like, Calling me all the time and trying to text me and, like, figure out what was going on. So I figured I'll just put it on the blog post and then everybody can read all at once, like, all of yeah. my experiences. So I named the f- blog Finding Blank because I felt like I was finding different things about myself. So mm. my first blog post was called Finding Amber. Um, and then they kind of went from there. I went all the way from finding courage to finding strength to finding my voice. And I was I kind of experimenting and figuring out all of those different things because I do feel like those were all battles that I was overcoming. Like, I felt like I did have to find my voice. I felt, um at the time, very insecure in the place I was at, Um, especially being the only black person in the entire group. And then, like, people were coming from, like, prestigious universities and, like, different stuff like that. So, like, finding my voice, I think, was, like, one of my biggest ones that I was the most... um self-conscious about posting because I was like this one is like me like really truly opening up about Mm. like how I feel and like some of my insecurities and the blog post like I said it was kind of meant just for like family and friends like to just put it somewhere but then the feedback that I got Mm. I was like oh my God, like (laughs) people were like writing to me and saying I felt these same exact ways and I've like never expressed this to anyone, like I'm so happy that you like put this out here, like you have no idea how relatable the things that you're saying, like I mean it was like even strangers coming and emailing me and stuff and I was like oh my God, so I was like this is really cool, so then it went further, so the program that I was studying while we were in Central America was called Social Peace and Social Movements in Central America. And it was experiential learning. So we did not go to a classroom the entire time we were there. All of our learning took place with going and talking to community leaders and activists and politicians and nonprofit organizations and kind of working side by side with people and actually getting into the community. Like I called it, like talking and being with the movers and the shakers that was making the community the community. Mm-hmm. And I. Saw some incredible organizations and the changes they were making in the community there. And that's kind of where I had a fire under me when I came home. I was like, there's no way, and I feel like I'm doing a disservice to myself and my community if I don't take some of this knowledge back home Um, with me and do something in my own community. Because, like, it was still kind of like, I always move on, like, a 10-year plan for myself. So I was like, I'll start, like, my own business by the time I'm 30 and then, like, Hmm. settle down and stuff. But it was so heavy on my heart when I came home. I was like... I feel like I've learned so much and I truly am just doing a disservice by not giving what I've learned to my community. I feel like it's unfair. Mm. And I was like, and if they can do it in third world countries with no governmental help or support or assistance Mm. or money or backing, then why can't I come back home and do it in my own community? So it was kind of... It actually started off by me talking to my friend when I came back home and stuff and I graduated and I was telling her like my 10 year plan. And I was like, yeah, girl, like when I'm 30, I'm gonna do this and do that and do that. And she was like, so why don't you do it now?
3: Mm.
1: And I was just like, for real. It was literally from there. um, That was my first ever event. She said, why don't you do it now? And I said, "Okay," And I was like, I want to do an event called The Mix Up. And that is where me and Nakia started together. And she has been rocking and rolling with
3: what <laughs> Please explain. So, so, <laughs>
1: so the mix-up <laughs> event was, I called it the mix-up because I wanted to be a mix of different things all coming together. So it was kind of like basically just a live showcase all the way from like poets to musicians to like spoken word to singing to rapping. And it was I wanted to showcase um, art artists in Cleveland because my whole thought process has always been because I said that for the event is if you get enough like minded people in the room together, Mm -hmm. you're going to ignite a spark. Oh, yeah. So I was like, I want to bring because I was like, I was working with the movers and shakers here. And I was like, I want to work with the art world and the art community here. So I was like, what better way than to bring those people together? And then I wanted to support Black-owned businesses, so I got Nakia. She, um, oh, so the mix-up was on Valentine's Day. It's a Valentine's Day event, so um, for couples, we gave them a bottle of Two U wines. At the time, was it called? Was it not? It was.
2: Oh, too nasty! nasty. (laughs) nasty. It was my my dad's wine. It was my dad's wine. So we started off with too nasty. Check out episode. Keeping it 100.
3: (laughs) Don't forget that
1: part about the name. (laughs) So it was fun. So I wanted to basically kind of like, I wanted it to really truly be a community. So I wanted to bring together like the artists, but I also wanted to support black business all Mm, the way from the ground up. So Brought in a black-owned wine company. Um, The space that we used was a black-owned space, like rental company. Mm. um, Brought in a black-owned catering company, Mm -hmm. and then I even had um, live painters there. They um, and they were all black too. And couples, if they came, yep, Mm. if the couples came, they were able to get a bottle of wine with their purchase, and then they were able to get everyone was able to get hors d'oeuvres and stuff, and then it turned Mm. into open mic. But the tickets. We sold the tickets. (laughs) And the ticket sales actually went to um, giving back food for the homeless on Easter Sunday because Mm. we figured Easter was kind of like a time of the year that kind of people don't think about. Like, people think about, like, giving back Thanksgiving and Christmas and different things like Mm. that. But we're like, Easter is a time that everything is closed and people are with families, too. Mm. So we wanted to sit back and take all of the money raised from that and go back and give out Um, um, bagged lunches to the homeless on Easter and we had volunteers come and we went down to public square and we set it up and made the sandwiches, made the lunches, and then kind of dispersed and walked around the downtown area and handed them out with the proceeds from the event. So, it was my friend. I will call her out to this day. Thank you, Jamaira Taylor. Yes, My <laughs> Shout out to friend's unique, though. She was the one that told me. I was sitting there telling her, like, my whole idea. And I was like, yeah, girl, and I'm going to do this one. And then she was just like, do it. In that mm. exact moment I planned the entire event. I went and it instantly so called nice. the person that owned the space and they were like, Yeah, like we'll do it for you and stuff. And then everything from there kind of snowballed because mm. it was my first time ever doing anything, but I felt like I had so much excitement and adrenaline
3: going that like running was So
0: nice.
1: And it right. was actually it nice. Is. First every event and it sold out. It sold out before the event even Mm. um, happened. It sold out about two weeks before um, it took place, and it was a great event. And then from there, it kind of, like I said, it all kind of snowballed. Like, I had all these visions and dreams of what I wanted to Mm. do, but I guess at the time, I didn't believe in myself to think, like, I would be able to do it. Like, Mm. I was just like, yeah, in 10 years, I'll do it.
0: (laughs) Well, I love that because... If you said a lot, what I heard first that I really want to commend you on is you took the steps. Even if you were forced into these spaces, your mm-hmm. discomfort or your uncomfortability has really propelled your trajectory Ooh, in life. we And I love you that you, it. like... As bad as this sound like cuz sometimes we don't trust ourselves But you trusted yourself in the process to say if I got to do it fine I'm just gonna make the best out of it Mm -hmm. and making the best out of it for the moment has simply made the best out of you for Movement, you know Mm -hmm. what I'm saying and it has kind of just like you said snowballed and it's taken over for you And I love that. I also love that you were like if they can, I can too. You know, and you got that double. I like to call them double up friends because Brandon my double up friend. Mm-hmm. But it's like, no, it's not gonna be one day. It's gonna be two days. You know, what I'm <laughs> like we gonna double that. You know what yeah. I mean, to, to, to to think about it, and if you, yeah. you sitting thought this long, let's make it happen. Like, oh why not? You know, and those are the type of friends that you need. So, just um first of all. Before we even keep going, I do want to let you know I love that you are using your voice because I love your voice, not only the way it sounds, but the things that are actually being said with your words. So thank (laughs) you
3: for sharing yourself with us in our
0: space. Um, But tell us more about that journey because now you have amassed so much of trusting yourself in the process, believing in yourself, and it might just be through doing the work, but how has that been for you to navigate from I'm gonna try it to. I'm, gonna I'm do do it. It. Yeah, I'm gonna get it done regardless. How how has that been? Because it's tough. A lot of people get stuck there. Um, I think.
1: Well, first off, I'll say I talk a lot and I talk long. We love it. This is the space. They know I'm fake. Yeah, I can go. I actually think what you just said is kind of like my. Thought process behind almost everything that I do, like you touched directly on it, of mm. being uncomfortable. Mm. So I actually tell myself, because fun fact, before I went on the the um, the, the the study abroad, I am like a huge self sabotager. Mm. Mm. So I was terrified. I was absolutely terrified to go. The university I went to, they actually really pushed study abroad. Mm. I was from my freshman year. I was like, there is no way I'm going <laughs> to another country to sit back and live with people I don't know and speak languages I can't speak. I'm not doing it. <laughs> I went to my senior year. My advisor pushed me into it, and I was just like, mm-hmm. Even all summer long, I was like, I'm not going to go. Something's going to happen. I'm not going to go. got to the airport, missed my flight. Hmm. And then the person at the counter was sitting back telling me, oh, you need a visa to go to that country, and da 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 And I was like, no, I don't. And then I was like, you know what? Actually, it's okay. I'll go. And then just so happened, her boss was walking by, and then she came in and just rerouted all my flights so I was able to still get there on time. But, like, in the moment, like, I was really thinking in my head, Oh, okay, I'll drive back down to Columbus and register for um fall semester classes. I'm not <laughs> going anyway. So I really did go, but then from there forward I've always told myself be in uncomfortable spaces because the only way you're going to grow is if you're uncomfortable. Absolutely. If you're Absolutely. in your comfort zone, you're never going to grow. Well, it. You're going to stay there. Yeah. You're going to bum 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 bum. Right, right. <laughs> we uh, usually
0: drop bombs, but that's, that's, the problem is Bernie made these pre-recorded bombs like a voicemail from the 90s and just it just, just sounds like <laughs> yeah. so we've taken away his phone camera they really but have. he really now just has to do his own voice effect and right. it's a mess but but that, we're
4: that, working that, through it. That's what the really title by the way, Steve. That's what really the title right there. Being uncomfortable to get to where you need to be. Like I think that, that that's a great segue because I think a lot of entrepreneurs they they get get comfortable and they stay there and they, that's how, I, that, that doesn't going not going to create growth not going to be able to make it, able to scale mm-hmm. not going to be able to take you out of places that breed new opportunities. So thank you by the way.
1: Yes. Oh no, thank you guys because that is basically where I feel like how I am have gotten to where I have been is because I purposefully put myself in uncomfortable situations Mm. because I will go into something and say, ooh, this feel uncomfortable, we're going to go head first. Because yeah. <laughs> right? I do wow. feel like you right. grow from being uncomfortable because I feel like my entire experience there was uncomfortable, but it was comfortable. Yeah. But it was uncomfortable because it was something I, I was new to me. Mm-hmm. But I feel like you can't grow or learn anything if you're not doing anything new. If you're doing the same thing all your life, you're not learning anything new. Mm. So I feel like with my organization now, I still like to do things that are uncomfortable like almost everything that I do I feel like I think of things on a grandiose scale and one of my favorite things what's the worst that can happen I mean if I fail what is really failure like if I can touch one kid I feel like I'm doing good I've done Hmm. programs so when I started my nonprofit, my goal was to actually do an after school program at Maple Heights High School that is my focus area And the first year I did it, once I kind of got the momentum up and stuff, I was like, well, I guess I thought I had the momentum up. Because (laughs) I went and did the program. Only two kids showed up the first um, time. And I didn't feel defeated. I didn't feel like I was a failure or anything like that. I was just like, okay, so... Let's go back to the drawing right. board. What am I gonna do next year mm-hmm. to sit back and get more kids? That following year I had 25 kids show up. Shut the cuss oh. word up. Really? <laughs> <laughs> Congratulations. Thank you. So I feel like I kinda it was uncomfortable for me because like honestly, to be honest too, working with kids is uncomfortable. especially with you. <laughs> what is worse
0: than kids? I mean, you. not to say nothing against teenagers, but teenagers are a hard Ooh. sell. And it's hard being working with teenagers as a teenager. But being that older person, and you're, first of all, for my teenagers who watch, because I actually do got nieces and nephews, that check out my full experience. I love okay. y'all. But uh, they are critics. They have the most to say and not a dime to spend.
3: And
0: they are, I mean, but they are, they keep me on point. I will say that they are the most creative, the most innovative thinkers, when sometimes it's tough to take. Um, Their very honest opinion about stuff. Yeah. So, how do you navigate that? Because as a teenager, for me, it was tough. I've always been glasses, thick glasses, gap, dark skin. Like, it was up and it was stuck. So, <laughs> I learned how to fight for anybody mm-hmm. who's still watching. A <laughs> y'all watching
3: now I'm trying to get on the pull up
0: experience. <laughs> no, we ain't going talk about it too much. But um, mm-hmm. when you got kids in your life, or not even kids, because they're younger adults, and let me address them. As they should be addressed, they're young adults. They're navigating the space to try to find themselves, but also they have a very opinionated idea of what life should be because they haven't experienced it at all. Yeah. So, how do you do that? Because that's a journey in itself. I had a
4: patient to do that too because you got to have a level of patience that. Honey. God, you have, you have not given me, Lord. <laughs> got let let me interject, interject <laughs> before you answer mm-hmm. that
2: because I've seen her in action. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, and also, your family helps helps a lot mm-hmm. with you, and it's it's a it's a family thing. They support you wholeheartedly. I love it. <laughs>
3: Thank um,
2: you. My grandson has all has actually been a part of um, Amber's mm. classes and um, mm. events that she's given, and he loves it. He mm. loves. We it. love Carson. Yes, <laughs> and it's like she provides them with teachers and people. Um, that they can relate to, that I was brings say, do that I artistic learn how to speak language. Yes, changes. yes, he Ooh, enjoys really. it so much. Yes, That's and like so she is number newer. one with that. So thank yes. you. Yes, um, I
1: honestly believe that what I do is just meet them where they at. Like I feel mm. like that is working with all age groups because I do programming all the way from K through twelve. So working with a first grader is obviously very different than working with a high schooler. But I feel like whatever I do is I just meet them where they're at and I just try to understand them. Because I feel like what I notice with most kids is they just want to be understood. They just Mm. want to be understood and cared for. As Mm. long as they feel like you care and you can try to understand them, I feel like you'll get a completely different kid. They're just going to open right up. So I feel like... Just showing that you care and that you listen to them. So what I feel like the best way to show them that you understand is by listening to them. Because I feel like they just want somebody to talk to. They want somebody to understand them. They want somebody to vent to. They want somebody to help them. And I feel like even with teenagers a lot, like why I feel like it's sometimes uncomfortable. (laughs) Because it's scary going in because they are very critical and you go in teenagers are going to give you the least emotion. They're going to sit there and look at you with a blank stare. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, okay, so do y'all like the program? Are you not like me? I can't read this. So then I feel like I just come in and I talk to them. But um, another thing that I usually do with most of the programs that I do is I do icebreakers um, in the beginning. But the icebreakers That's are great. basically team-building activities to kind of give you that safe space and that comfort zone feeling because – uh, if you get all the kids in the room to open up in the beginning, then they're gonna all treat each other differently. Just mm-hmm. like uh, if you know someone's name, you're gonna have just a little bit more respect for them. Mm-hmm. If you uh, instead of calling them hey they and uh, you and stuff like that, so it's kind of just building a safe space for them and me because I gotta get to know y'all too in order for me to be comfortable. Because I'm still a human being too. Like mm-hmm. I'm coming in and I'm shy and I might be a little timid too. But this is me stepping into something that i'm not comfortable with it's out of my comfort zone you're new to me i'm new to you Mm. but how do we break this newness how do you begin to respect me and i can begin to understand you Mm. and the best way to do that is just by talking like i feel like i'm a huge talker but i do feel like because even through writing is honestly i see it as a form of talking because i feel like Mm. a lot of people why they relate it to the writing is because people don't talk about their emotions and feelings. Like I always said, like, I would like to start, like, just, like, a folklore, like, story time, storytelling Mm -hmm. time. Because the more that you talk and then somebody else be Listen here, I'd be outside talking to strangers and stories and stuff because I'd be Hmm. over here and people talking. I'd be like, oh, my God, I relate to that, too. (laughs) And let's start talking because I feel like... The human experience, we so often feel so isolated because we feel like, oh, they don't understand us, they don't relate to us, but if, how are they going to know if you don't talk? Yeah. They don't know you unless you talk and open up. So I feel like to just get people talking is kind of just, like, the best way to, like, work with teenagers, to work with adults, to work with little art. kids, <laughs> like, just to make people feel comfortable. And sometimes it's okay. You can sit back and say, are you uncomfortable? Because I'm uncomfortable too, but we can yeah. sit back and work through it. Mm-hmm. Being very honest mm-hmm.
0: I love that because I do believe very, as much as I believe we're all special, I don't feel like any of us are unique. I feel like there's always like somebody who's going through the same experience as you or who has navigated the same experience as you. And like you say, you won't know until you start to express your differences. A lot of us just want to fit in, but the best way to fit in is to talk about how you stand out Mm -hmm. and then you will notice there's other people who fit in in that same space with you. So, when did you find your voice? I mean, I know we talked about Nicaragua, but is that where you literally found your voice to say, I'm going to start speaking to strangers. I'm going to start telling my part.
1: Um, I think I've always been a talker. <laughs> 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 yeah, I think I've always been a talker. Um, I think finding my, like, actual voice, I think I'm still finding it. So, mm. um one of the slogans for finding blank is life is a journey like i don't feel like you ever really find yourself completely um Um. i feel like it's kind of like highs and lows like i feel like you kind of reach a stride but i feel like that's also the good thing is that never at one point in life you're going to just be truly happy all the time and never at one point you're just going to be completely low all the time mm. and i feel like it is a constant you can't ever th- feel like ooh, i did everything now i've found myself and i found some inner peace i do find inner peace sometimes but i still feel like it's still a journey i feel like to find inner peace is amazing but to keep that inner peace is hard you gotta keep going with it and i feel like Mm -hmm. i don't think i've never truly found my full voice i feel like there's still times where it's like i'm uncomfortable (laughs) talking like i'm uncomfortable speaking with certain people i'm uncomfortable expressing certain things Mm. so i think
2: i'm still finding it
1: let me um yes
2: i (laughs) need in on that right there um simply because Um, especially dealing with COVID. Um, um, Anybody who's a parent who has children or if you have your grandchildren, your nieces, your nephews, knows that um, these children experienced a lot. It weighed Mm -hmm. heavy on the children, Uh, not being able to Uh. socialize, not being able to see their friends um, in person uh, like they normally did in school. And I think that it brought them to a low a lot of them mm-hmm. to a low that they didn't know was there. Mm-hmm. Um, and But they need to know coming out of it and being back in, in, in contact with friends and family, they need to know that every day is not going to be right. good. Mm-hmm. And I think that a lot of our, it's a misconception of teenagers um, that every day is supposed to be exciting and fun yeah. and great. Mm-hmm. They don't know that they're going to have some days where it's just a, just a day. Just a day, just a blah, just nothing exciting has happened, nothing, you know, is great today. I'm just going through my classes or dealing with my parents or whatever. And they need to know that that doesn't mean that there's something wrong with them, Mm -hmm. that they are going through something. They need to know that. It's it's just life. Mm-hmm. Every day is not going to be grandiose. and Everything is not going to be, you know, happy and go lucky and great all the time. You have your ups and your downs. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's, I'm so glad you touched on it. Yeah, that was right on huge. time. Yes.
0: And life, like you said, is a never-ending story. Like, yeah. <laughs> we all talk about the fairy tale, you know what I'm saying? And a lot of us have this thing that the fairy tale is the happily ever after. Forgetting that, like... No you're gonna have some great times where you meet the prince or the princess you're gonna have some not so great times where you gotta defeat the dragon. you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying, but either way if it did if you didn't get to happy ever after it's not over yet, you know what I'm saying exactly. like you gotta keep going exactly. and even when you think you're there, it might be another obstacle. you know what I'm saying you gotta mm-hmm. keep going so I love the idea of the folklore and we all grow together, and it's like no, let's touch on some different. Themes of yeah. life that yeah. happen. You know what I'm saying? It might not be my specific story or your specific story because I might not be comfortable enough to share that yet. But mm-hmm. I do love the idea of these type of things happen to people. Mm-hmm. This, this exists in the world. Yeah. Let's share that. And what
2: yeah. I love about finding blank, by the way, this is my favorite
0: nonprofit. <laughs> it really is, y'all. So, Nakia, fun fact, gave us your information five months ago. We were booked out. Until now. What is this? May? March, yeah, April? April. We don't
4: know what month it is anymore. We just like, <laughs> it's, it's really that bad. bad. We literally
0: do <laughs> at least two to three podcasts a week. We were booked out, and she's like, Oh no! This is the one. It's a nonprofit. It's a business, and we will be having her on here. Yes, <laughs> and make sure y'all call her. And even um, if she don't answer she us, even liking is. us if you don't start. <laughs> my her.
2: my grand opening to my wine tasting. My proceeds, yes. um, partly went to finding blank. When you hear me say something like when I had the. Um, I think I did the baskets and I oh, say yeah. going mm-hmm. going to a nonprofit this is where I'm at. this mm. is where I'm going. She's been rocking with me since day one, and I just love what she's doing, especially giving um, children teenagers a voice um, letting them know that because again a lot of times they do want to be heard and they mm-hmm. want to be understood and they and that means a lot to them to be able yeah. to open up seeing Carson leave from every day from um, your place and what was going on there, it's just, you know, he. I felt like he was able to open up and mm-hmm. I felt like he sees Amber and he's... <laughs> 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 I'm like, I do that too, Carson. <laughs> but it's like, you know, it's it's uh, the teens need it so bad. So anything that has to do with the teens and changing their mindset and maybe being... And you're working with the high schoolers, mm-hmm. you know, maybe changing their mindset from... They may, not, they may be in a broken home or they just might not feel heard. Home mm-hmm. might be great, mm-hmm. but they may feel like their parents can't relate. You know, we mm-hmm. all feel like they don't know what they're talking mm-hmm. about. They don't know what I'm oh, going yeah. through, you know. So giving them that space is just everything to me. My thing about giving back and, and um, what I would say that my goal is is to make sure that the teenagers are okay. Cause it's like starts with there. That's when you get that funny. You start feeling: should I go here or should I go there? Should I hang with them? Should I, you know? And I feel like it's important that we reach them and grab them and snatch them up and let them know Mm -hmm. they do have a voice and let them know that it's okay. So I I love it. Thank you. As parents and supportive
0: entrepreneurs, uh, because I love what she said and I love how you said you work with K through twelve too, like as, as small as they can go. What I love about that is, it's true. Sometimes kids just need to know your cool is still cool. It's just, if, even if it's not the most popular mm-hmm. version of cool, mm-hmm. your version of cool is still extremely dope. Yeah, How can we Indeed. support the kids in this or allow the creative art space for them to kind of express themselves, even if they don't want to talk, so that they can feel hurt?
1: Um, I actually do that. So, more so through a lot of the art programming that I do. So, Nakia touched on it before, which is really cool, is I cannot take full credit of Finding Blank. Finding Blank is made up of many, many different people. So, um, I bring in different people. So, I have different people contracted that work with Finding Blank, all the way from painters to hip-hop lyricist writers mm-hmm. to um dancers to... um. Poetry writers and different things like that because I do believe there are multiple different ways to express yourself. Stop!
2: (laughs) So sorry to cut in, but my artist, right here, right here, I mean, those eyes, right there. Fine and blank. yeah let she'll I be on the show. No, she'll be on the show. Yes, and when she gets on, she was the oh, last yeah. thing. Like, yes. Yes, uh, she was. Yeah. Yes, yeah, she was live painting, and that's who I reached out to from. That's that's how
3: it came. Y'all. It the the eyes, I boom, y'all, the boom. She'll be here soon. <laughs> and actually it came
1: from the t- mix-up. So once again, yeah. like when I said, when you get to put a lot of different That'd people in the room, the you would yes, what can happen. But I think it's cool to like just sit back and saying putting people in a room, no shade though. But like networking, I feel like <laughs> put a lot of pressure. Be like, yeah. ooh, let me come with some business cards in my pitch. Like, mm-hmm. no, nah, we about to just all sit back, we come party together. Like, cause I called it. Kind of also a party with a purpose. At the end of the day, y'all going to go out, y'all going to drink, y'all going to party. Let's do it for a purpose and not just a purpose of like giving to my organization for me to give back to the community. I want to introduce these black people in this community so we can become a closer-knit community mm-hmm. where we no, can all help each person, other.
3: <laughs>
1: and
2: she's so super damn funny, though. Oh, yeah. My oh, girl. Girl. yeah. yeah.
0: Did you get me.
4: <laughs> and So, so and this is for our audience, because I want to get to the mechanics of it all, because I think it's someone in the audience who would like to start a nonprofit tomorrow what would you what advice would you give them if they say I want to start a non profit I also want to get into school what steps should they take to, to achieve that?
1: I would tell anyone, for one, make sure your passion is there. Like I feel like mm. don't do it for the money. And I feel like a lot of people do ask, like, but it's a non profit, so how are you making money off of it? A non profit, so one of the things that I was taught when I was beginning my non profit is a nonprofit is no different than a regular business. Mm honestly the only difference is you might have to work a little bit harder because Mm -hmm. you're not making a profit on that business Mm -hmm. so you're going to have to do the work even times two so i would tell someone first off make sure your passion is there Mm
3: -hmm.
1: two don't look for overnight success Mm -hmm. um i've been in the game now for like six years i'm nowhere near where i thought i would be but i say also, don't necessarily have a plan. Be free, be flowing, be flexible. Kind of just have a vision, not necessarily a plan. And then I would say um, from there, it's actually really easy. It's just as easy to apply for LLC as it is to apply for a 501c3. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, the majority of the work comes in from the funding. So it's actually really easy to get um, nonprofit status from the state. It's the funding that co- takes time. Mm-hmm. So i also be honest, you probably will not receive grants your first few years. Mm-hmm. So when it comes to grants and funding, they want to see that you are established, mm-hmm. that you have a structure, and that you have been in the community doing the work. So before mm-hmm. they give you money, they want to see you doing the work. So I actually came out of my pocket myself for my first few years. Um, I think last year was my first time actually getting substantial grants to Mm -hmm. even pay for anything and pay for staff. So I was actually even paying for staff out of my pockets Mm -hmm. and stuff like that. So it truly was just like a passion of mine. And I'm not saying that everybody has to like, if you start your own, Mm you gonna have to pay out of pocket on Mm -hmm. your own. But, um, Sometimes, I don't think it's necessarily about the status of having the 501c3 because I wasn't c 3 until about two and a half years into the game. Mm. I just was considering myself, this is the name of what I want to no, no, do, no. and I'm just going to go out here don't and do it. it right. And then I became 501 c 3 and then it kind of started rippling from there. But when I became 501 c 3 I wasn't able to just go out and apply for a grant the uh. next day and get it awarded. So I would just say... For anyone that's looking to start a non don't necessarily look to start a non Look to give whatever service you're giving, and start out by giving that service, and then I believe the rest will kind of come. Because
4: <laughs> I, think, I think that's great what you said about- Did you
0: do any fiscal- I'm sorry, I cut you off. Did you do, you do any fiscal agents with your uh, grant writing in the beginning, or you waited till you got fully 501?
1: I waited till I fully got 501. Okay. Yes.
4: Mm, okay, because I must say, I'm glad you brought that up, because- I know because we're working on our nonprofit uh, mm-hmm. portion of the public experience right now. So I'm glad you pointed it out because I think that you <laughs> thought just coming right in there. We got a 501c. Uh, let's, let's go ahead and do it. No, we got to be more established with it. So thank you for You creating. can
1: get some grants though. So you can get some community funding without even having a 501c3. Mm-hmm. Neighbor Up is a huge community funder. So they actually get their money through the um, Cleveland, organ- no, it's called the Cleveland. I can see the logo, but I can't put the name <laughs> on it. It's called the Cleveland Foundation, yes. Okay. The Cleveland Foundation um, funds the Neighbor Up organization, and Neighbor Up is specifically for grassroots organizations and communities. So they'll give you money even if you're not 501c3, if you're doing something in oh, the wow. community, like specific communities. I think they service Cleveland, East Cleveland, and
2: maybe a few like outer Some ring suburbs.
4: suburbs. Yeah. Just so Hello. you guys know
2: that, yeah, everything that we do is free. Our networking events, free to you. Anything <laughs> <laughs> you come, out of free to you. Free to you, yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. But but it's okay. No, for, that, yeah, that's like, our it's purpose. A passion, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And I feel
1: like passion will take you further than anything in the world. Like passion
0: brings, breeds the profit. Yeah, you've got to kind of yes. have a track record of no i'm serious and right. you show um because a lot of us do stuff for a season mm-hmm. or we do stuff out of motivation mm-hmm. motivation leave mm-hmm. business gone you ain't never gonna hear from them again you know what i'm saying and it's less about the motivation more about the discipline like, yeah mm. i'm gonna be okay with it we good or bad be okay with that and right. if you could let that lead you to the through your purpose or let you persevere to the profits mm-hmm. It's, on, like, it's coming. You know what I'm saying? I tell you can't stop
1: everyone, even to this day, and even before, do find out whatever your passion is and make that your career. And I feel mm-hmm. like it sounds so much easier said than done. People out here like, I got bills to pay. I understand, <laughs> but it's. But I feel like you're never gonna be happy if you're not doing something you're passionate Ooh, about. Yeah, I remember yeah. even in like going into college, I had a friend. She was like, Oh, I want to go to school for this. It, like let's say it was like something in the medical field of because yes. when I grew but like her immediate response like afterthought was I'm going into the field for this because when I graduate I'm gonna make this money and I was just like mm-hmm. you're yeah, never gonna ask. make it because that's mm-hmm. not you're doing it for the money and yes we all want money because trust me I wouldn't touch a million too <laughs> however you have to figure out what it is that you like sure enough Year or so into college, switched majors because she couldn't get through the classes. Mm. Switched the major to something else in the medical field of, ooh, because this one's going to make the the, the money. I was just over here shaking my head. Mm. Switched majors. She switched majors about three or four times in college and then ended up just graduating with kind of like uh,
4: a liberal
1: arts or communications (laughs) degree. Because she just... And I'm not knocking her because I feel like it was kind of, you just didn't know who
0: you were yet. But that's why I tell people,
1: even like when I talk to teenagers, like, I go like, so what's your life plans? It's so funny because they all clam up as soon as you ask (laughs) them. They're like, I don't know. Or, I mean, college isn't for everyone. And I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. That's not what I'm saying, because college is not for everyone. You don't need to go to college to Mm -hmm. do what you want to do in life. Yes, college is great, and it's not just for the educational purposes. It's for the social skills that you make. Mm -hmm. It teaches you discipline, if nothing else. Because Mm -hmm. I don't think you graduate college because you're smart. I think you graduate college because you You were disciplined enough to push through, because it is hard. Just see if you
0: could complete something. If Mm -hmm. you Mm -hmm. just sit in something for long enough to learn -hmm. it. Mm And... Let's not forget. And you pay for the networking and the experience. Mm-hmm. It's legit practice to be like a real adult. Like it's not like, yeah. it's like adulting on a on a very like bird's eye view scale. Like oh, yeah. yeah, like you gotta be able to get yourself up. Can you wake yourself up? Can you cook yeah. in the microwave? Like can you just be microwave. okay? Yes. You know, yeah. Yes. All of us couldn't take home back, you know. Yeah. Right, gotta, figure <laughs> gotta figure it out. But I totally agree with that. And I graduated by a Victorian in my college from my, with my degree. And I totally am for the whole not going to school to be a black girl. We say black girl I mean, I'm, used, I mean, yeah. I'm technically used so to So what? Oh, I don't more care. Personal. I'm not building somebody else's business. It's more like I'm still going to. Forge my own path to help other But you may that. not
1: have used necessarily the quote unquote degree, but you did. But the you use the yeah, experience the that you learned from college. Yeah. yeah, Like
0: yeah. I say it's definitely if you need that extra four years to practice, it's definitely a great practice
3: round. To I mean, out. I
1: can go break down all the things that you can learn from just going to college: learning how to talk to people, learning yes. how to carry yourself in a mm. professional environment mm. and manner, I'll like, all yeah.
4: those <laughs> different things. <Yeah>. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> But I do think it's kind of just all boils down to what you're passionate about. And I feel like as soon as you do remove the money aspect and the younger that you can, and I do, I completely understand because I know people are going to be like, you got a lot of nerds to back and talk about me wanting some money. (laughs) Everybody wants money, but like I'm just saying like, If you find out what you're passionate about, the money will flow to you. Like it'll flow to you from different ways, Mm -hmm. and different areas, and different avenues without you trying, because you're living what. Well, I don't know if everybody's religious or not, but you're living what God put you on this earth to do. Mm -hmm. So He's going to make sure that you are going. If you living in His purpose in His eyes. Mm You're going to be successful with whatever you do
2: and whatever manner success means to you. Exactly. Mm. Listening to Beloved right now, so glad I finally listened, but she went to college. She did all that hard work, Michelle Obama. She did all of the um, um, becoming. I'm sorry I said Beloved. Becoming. She did all of that and then realized this is not what she wanted to do. Mm. It was not her passion. It was not what she, and she put in, You, she was a lawyer. Mm-hmm. So she put in work. Mm-hmm. She had the intelligence. She had the discipline. She had all of that. And then she got there, and she was like, this ain't it, sis. <laughs> I also tell this people all not the not time, it.
1: like, I mean, unless you know what you're going to college for, like, and you're going specifically for that degree, like, unless you go into college, let's say, and you go in for nursing, mm-hmm. I always tell people, take a general, um, Go to a liberal arts school, take Mm. classes in different areas, open up your mind, because even when I went to college, I went in a sociology major. I ended up adding two minors, and I was still blown away by all the other things I could have taken and did and learned. And I saw because when I went to college, I was meeting people. I was like, you're a what major? I never even heard of that before. <laughs> I'm like, and what do you do with that? I'm <laughs> like, So I was kind of like, be open-minded. Don't be married to anything, because I feel like life is forever changing, even if it ain't college, even if it's a job, like, I sit back and tell people, I've worked so many jobs in my life. That's why I'm like, people be like, so you just want to be an entrepreneur because you don't want to work for nobody. No, I don't got no problem working for nobody because I've learned so much from the jobs that I have worked. Mm. So I also feel like, especially if you're younger, sit back, work a job, go to another job in a different field, figure out what it is that you like, even if it ain't college. That's Mm. a great way to get the experience. Go work jobs in different fields. Figure out which field you like and kind of learn that. So, I feel like, honestly, life is truly just about learning yourself. And I feel like for teenagers, it's just so hard for them because they have everyone else telling them who to be. They got their parents telling them who to be, teachers in the school school system system telling them who to be, Mm -hmm. social media telling them who to be, their friends telling them who to be. Mm. And I feel like that's the fun part about being creative is now you're in your own head and without you even realizing it, you're creating what was inside of you without you realizing and without anybody else telling you to do it. Mm-hmm. So one of my favorite things I always tell, its even if I got the same group of kids each time, mm-hmm. I just go back in and be like, what did I tell y'all the first time? <laughs> I tell them every single time, I say, when it comes to art, there is no right or wrong. Mm-hmm. You cannot do anything incorrectly when it comes to art because whatever you create is yours Mm. no one can even duplicate what you created it's solely yours Mm. and I can't come over and look at what you created and say it's incorrect Mm. because Mm. it was what was inside of you came out of you and that is what you created Mm. whether it's painting on canvas or body movement by how you dance it's a release it's you releasing who you are without anybody telling you that of who and how to do it. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's what I like about art is that it's so freeing. Like, I feel like even when I look at art, I feel like I like the fact that it makes you feel emotions and feelings that you can't quite put into words. Mm-hmm. And honestly, even whatever the artist created and their intent behind it, it will never, you'll never take it in how Not they too. created it. Right. And everyone can look at art. And they're all going to take different. something different from yes, it. Indeed. And I feel like that's why I just feel like it's such a great way to express yourself to be able to find yourself. Because mm. it's truly yourself.
3: Mm. Finding blank.
2: <laughs> Ooh, okay. Yes.
0: Uh, Dag, I had it up to my... Oh, we talked about it. You said the reason you decided to be an entrepreneur is not because you were against working for anybody. So what is the answer to that question? Why did you decide to be an entrepreneur? I honestly
1: truly do believe it goes back to the study abroad. Like, that was a life-changing time in my life for me. Even when I came back, I was still, honestly, when I came back, I had a culture shock. And I remember um, one of the, like, professors that, like, accompanied us on the trip, one of the things they said is, you're going to go back home and you've experienced so much and you're going to be changed, but Mm. you're going back to an environment that's still the same. And you're going to have to figure out how to manage and manipulate that situation Mm. for your own self. So honestly, when I came back home, I was kind of depressed because Mm. it was hard for me to... (laughs)
4: I'm in love, but that's great. Go through, yeah. you can get it, yeah, yeah. yeah. Everything yeah. that I went through, I, I and see like, that even totally. when I talk
1: to people, they'd be like, "Oh my god!" So like, what you do there and stuff, and like, but I'm like, I could tell you, but you just ain't gonna be it. Had to it. The 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 <laughs> the <laughs> and then with everyone that I went with and formed those bonds with, and then we all spread out back to our own states and stuff. We were still texted, but it ain't the same, yeah. and it was just like a lot to go through. But I feel like because of what I went through and because of what I've seen. I felt like, and not even to be arrogant, because I feel like I'm honestly probably like the most humble person in the world. I feel like what I've seen... I couldn't bring that to another organization. I had to make something completely my own from the ground up because I'm like, if I go work in another organization, I got to go with your visions and your views and then that's work true. my way in for 20 years before I can come and present my own ideas and stuff. So I was I like...
0: And feel free to beat your
1: chest up on that. You,
0: you <laughs> don't got to be humble
1: about it. Yeah, that's that's So brilliant. I was like, I feel like i seen something that most people in the world have not seen or experienced, and I feel like what I'm giving is something different than anything that I feel like is out here or given in the community right now. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I want to come do it. Like, I'm like, no, knock to any other nonprofits. Like, I feel like we should all work together and yes. be one big community. Like, mm-hmm. I'm not going to be like, oh, because my experiences made me better and I have a better understanding than you do. I think I just have a different understanding and I just wanted to create something that I felt like I didn't see in my community. Hmm. So that is kind of like the reason why I wanted to create it and just do it on my not necessarily on my own. Cause like I said there's a lot of moving pieces and parts to it and I do feel like finding blank is very much a community. Hmm. And that is one of my biggest pieces is I want to bring in different people because I feel like my head is not the only one that can bring out thoughts and stuff. I want to hear what people think, and I want to hear what you think, and I want to hear what that person thinks, and I want to bring us all on and have these types of conversations. Mm-hmm. I do believe in talking, you do learning. So I feel like I love talking to people about it. I love bringing people on and be like, So, what do you think we should do? Like, so this was my idea, but what is your idea? And let's sit back and figure out what we can do together.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: So I really like you,
4: <laughs> oh.
0: <laughs> Thank you. That's the best. <laughs>
4: <laughs> yeah, super cool. No, listen, no, listen. I'm learning lock like, because like I have a six. You learned it? You yeah, <laughs> was able to
0: teach your dog the trick.
4: Listen oh. now, I try to keep it cool with Makita today. I'm the, I'm the referee. I'm the referee. I see the hands <laughs> the different
3: tags <laughs> to the tape. You know? right, right, yeah. right, right, <laughs> right. It's them too always
0: up.
4: <laughs> but actually sex, like my daughter's gotta
0: lean back with it
4: just so you know. What?
3: Is you know you
4: finished or is you done? <laughs> 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 Back to what I was saying.
3: I have a your year old daughter,
4: and I know with her it's difficult for her to express herself. Now, I, it's, it's one thing. Shout you out to, to Bree yes, Thank you yes. for joining yes. the pull-up experience. Come on, <laughs> <laughs> we got her. Hey, nice to hear you. about you. Hey, thank, <laughs> thank you. But I know for her it was it was difficult for her to open up. So I asked, "Hey, Bree, how's everything going with school? Oh, it's okay. Okay, that's you know, what they give you. Yeah, that's, that's me. It. right, right, right. But oh, I, I realized." to get her open up, okay, I gotta find a venue to, to do just that where well, her was games, um, music or whatnot. mm mm-hmm. Like, to spread herself through dance. I'm like, okay, I can't dance for goddamn. So, mm-hmm. you know, I well, I'm like, yeah, I'm picture yeah. that. Oh, oh thanks, yeah, thanks. you have
2: a little two-step. <laughs> it's, a, it's something oh, there. It's <laughs> something oh, okay. there. I just got the It's something there. It's very small, <laughs> no, but it's there.
4: I got two left feet, you know, but I realized uh, you gotta give the kids something to, to open them up to get, to, to help them find their way. Mm-hmm. And I I applaud you for that because that's not an easy thing to do. And I'm doing it with one teenager. I can imagine trying to do it with various teenagers. And then from different backgrounds, from different Mm. uh, uh, environments, all that good stuff. So once again, shout-outs to you.
1: Thank you.
4: Shout-outs to you all the way.
1: Thank you. I think it's also interesting that you said you can't dance, but you still try to engage with that with your daughter. Because mm -hmm. fun fact, (laughs) people look at me and they're like, Oh, let him have
4: his (laughs) mom. Thank you, thank you.
0: I love, I love it. Shout out to everybody listening on the audio because Brandon, I see what I see. Oh my and god! And I got these thick glasses on the day. And I'm telling y'all, that's not it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> the dance moves wasn't doing it. Oh no, my god! Dexter. No. <laughs> <It's a> <laughs>
3: <Ooh. laughs>
4: I'll get you out of the podcast.
1: But I like it, though, because I can't do anything. Like, so when people ask me, like, so since you have, like, basically an arts-based nonprofit, like, so you must be an artist. I'm just like, ooh-wee. I don't know about that one. (laughs) So... My art form is mostly writing. Mm-hmm. So people are just like, so you can paint it, you can do this, and do that. I'm like, I can do basic level everything. Yeah. But I feel like that's the cool part about it is mm. you don't have to be an expert in it. Because that's what the kids tell me all the time. It's, I don't know how to do it. I don't know how to do it. You don't got to be an expert in it. Because at the end of the day, art is going to open up your mind and it's going to free you. Like, it's so beautiful. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you, like... To sit back and and honestly, I feel like that's what keeps me going. Like, it gives me some type of inner peace and, like, happiness that I just smile on the inside. When I see the kids do stuff and they sit back and tell me, they do be very resistant at first, especially high school. It's like, no, 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 no. And then I just keep pushing, like, little nudges and little nudges. And then they come over there and do it. When they paint, they all get quiet because you're zoned in. I even did clay projects with them, like pottery. They all get quiet. So basically, any art project that I do with kids, they all get quiet and lock into what they're doing mm. because it takes attention, it takes focus, and it's peaceful. Yeah.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: And they don't even realize because I'd be looking at them, I'd be like, oh, y'all all quiet now. What happened? <laughs> <You> know, like, <laughs> Oh, it's like when people all be eating and yeah, they happy. The food good Yeah, <laughs> and I would be like oh what happened now and they just like oh, I don't know I just got lost in the moment yeah. like and that's just like what is so beautiful to me like and then you could see like even the energy shift in the room like even if they be anxious like they calm down so I actually thought about before um, in the beginning years of my nonprofit, I wanted to go to school for art therapy because I felt like art is very therapeutic to me like I actually discovered art therapy because I was working with kids that had autism Mm. and they needed therapy, but a lot of them were nonverbal, so they did art therapy, and that's when I was kind of, like, introduced. Like I said, I've taken a lot from a lot of the different areas in my life Mm. to, like, create where I'm at now because I was like, wow, like, these kids are using art to express themselves because they can't verbally express themselves. Mm. So I took that thought process and then I went and I worked at a CMSD school with emotionally disturbed children how was that
0: experience? when
1: I tell you the emotionally disturbed actually were not the way they behaved was not very far off from the autistic kids because the autistic mm-hmm. kids were aggressive and stuff but they were aggressive because they couldn't talk and that mm. was like I'm mad this like, like I can't get out what I want to say so now I'm right. about to hit you mm-hmm. and then when I was working with my emotionally disturbed kids I was seeing a lot of that is that you don't know a safe way to express yourself. So now you want to be physical. You want to be violent. You want to tear people down. You're angry inside and you truly don't know how to express it. I remember one little girl, I I had her write it out for me, like what she was feeling. And she wrote out, I'm angry all the time and I'm mad and I fight all the time, but I really don't like to fight. But I'm just so angry, and I just don't know how to get it out. Uh. And I'm like, y'all can also benefit from some art therapy. Because I'm like, a lot of the time, especially with kids, And with our minority kids in like rough areas and different things like that that are in violent areas and a lot of traumatic backgrounds, Mm -hmm. they don't have the vocabulary to express how they're feeling. They can't, Mm -hmm. they'll sit back and tell you I'm mad or I'm frustrated, but they don't have the vocabulary to get to the root Mm -hmm. of what they're, yeah, yeah, of the why. They don't have that. So I feel like talk therapy doesn't work for everyone and I was like, and especially for kids. So I was like what if we used art as a way for them to express themselves because they can't do it verbally? And that's kind of like, I was actually already doing the nonprofit at that time, but it was like one of those things I was doing a nonprofit and seeing at that time when I was at the school, I think I was like 23 or something, how it really can help these kids. Like I never did it at the school I was at, but I was like, I can see though how this would help them. And I think that this would be really good for them because Art is very therapeutic, and I see that still to this day when I see them work. I see them get zoned in. And I see them relax. Like, you can see it all. Like, you can see the whole body relax. You'll see their shoulders relax. You'll uh. see their jaws unclench. You'll see them get zoned into whatever they're doing, even if it's dance. So another one that I always get a lot of pushback on is, I don't know how to dance. I don't know how to dance. I'm not doing that. I'm going to look silly. Mm-hmm. They might go to the back or whatever, but after a while... You're moving your body as a form of an expression. It feels good. So they all end up coming out of their shell. Mm -hmm. I don't think I've ever done any type of program that I have not seen all the kids get out of their shell. Even Uh. if there's two kids in a room. So fun fact, the program she was talking about, her grandson came to. It was a summer camp program I decided to do because I wanted to give kids a safe space to come in the summer when school was out. I only had two kids show up. We still ran it for the entire time. And those two kids, I believe, benefited. I think Carson enjoyed it and he liked it. And I was like, even if I could sit back and just work with two kids, two's better than none. And I'm mm-hmm. making a change and getting to know these two kids. And I feel like they even kind of came out of their shell mm-hmm. because I believe truly that is what art naturally does. Like, mm-hmm. I don't feel like there's any type of rhyme or reason or gimmick or, like, any type of concoction you can mix up. I just feel like art is freeing. Like, even for my own stuff, I feel like art is freeing to me. I always tell people this might be a little older for the little kids, but it's funny. I tell my friends one of my favorite things to do for self-care is to put on music, be in the mirror, and dance naked because I'm just, like, I love being able to get into my own body to be able to like love on me and oh, to be able nice. to move my body like <laughs> You're turning
2: the tweet. <laughs> no, I'm cracking up. You're turning the tweet. I'm
0: cracking up. <laughs> Let me tell you. I'm telling you now. <laughs> I'm, I'm cracking be up because <laughs> I'm taking on the podcast. Today, t-
2: I'm, I'm laughing at that because today, <laughs> first of all, for a long forever, I could not I'm not gonna say I could not dance. I guess I just didn't have the right I don't know but forever i had to in order to loosen up somewhere if i'm out at a party or a lounge or whatever mm-hmm. i had drink to drink, drink or two to to <laughs> even get my two step down mm-hmm. pat <laughs> and like literally like all of a sudden like i just became the dance queen mm-hmm. i would say maybe about let's see maybe about 6 years ago Mm. Six years ago, I just, I love when it. When you found
3: blank, huh? Yeah. <laughs> Six years ago, yeah. I love it. Yeah. 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 Six
2: years ago, I just, I'm a boogie. Let me tell y'all. Anyway. Yeah, because
0: she be getting
2: down. I ain't never my, had so my <laughs> So my dude like goes to the gym every day, five days a week. I'm gonna be like, so I'm. I'm, and he's busy, but he finds the time. But I'm busy, and I'm like, I just keep telling him I can't find the time. I can't find the time. I can't find the time. So today, I was like, he headed off to the gym, and I was like, I'm going to work out today. He like, I'm like, because we have the setup. We have the setup. I'm like, no, really, I'm going to work out today. And... I just started, but I started working out. But the music was getting Again, real good, yeah. and, I like, <laughs> and, I mm-hmm. and I was like, and I just started boogieing, and I was like, that's the, that's what I did. The, my whole, I jump roped, I got on my machines, mm-hmm. but the most of it was just dancing. And mm-hmm. I know Tiana Taylor,
3: mm-hmm. that
2: physique is. Just fire, period. (laughs) And she says that's what she does. And I was like, I just danced my whole workout. Mm -hmm. And when he came home, I was like, I got it. Don't worry about me. I'm gonna, I'm summer. I'm gonna be summer ready. I'm gonna be summer ready.
0: Fine. It's and it's day.
2: all because of the dancing. Mm-hmm. So, and it's like you release, and it, it feels good. And then when you know you hitting the move though, Ooh. when you know you hitting, <laughs> that's it. the
1: one. Cause I, hit, that's why I like doing it all by myself in the mirror. Because yes. I can't dance at all. But I don't know what it is. Me, my mirror, by myself. It's, Ooh, it's the move on a Saturday morning with the sign shining through the window. Yes. <laughs> I just like. This yes. is a whole nother vibe. It I'm is. in it tune feels with good. myself. All of a sudden, I'm on beat. I've yes. never been on beat
2: before. <laughs> I'm like, this is different. I like it. <laughs> yes, it feels really good. It does. So that's another form of therapy for our adults or kids mm-hmm. yeah. that are watching. Wake up and go dance by yourself. Yes, yes if you is. if you don't really in like
1: exercising. That's
3: That's it right there.
1: It's different than
0: just
3: doing
1: it by yourself. Like, I have a huge mirror in my room. Like, I just... I also be... I like to just go look in my mirror and kind of just reflect and stuff because... It's different when you kind of look back on yourself because actually one of my nightly routines, when I be in routine, my routines be lasting for about eight days. I don't know what it That's is about day eight that it's like every single time because I even did journaling challenges and i be looking back at my journals and I stop every time at day eight. I don't know what happened to day eight. But um, uh, the dancing. So I don't remember the consistency of, of dancing the dancing oh mirror. the nightly and routine the so the my nightly routine when i try to get it going again is put in some headphones listen to some music do some stretches in the mirror and then i look in the mirror and tell myself positive affirmations mm. so it's just something about the mirror and looking at your own reflection and you uplifting that reflection mm-hmm. yeah and loving yourself mm-hmm. and visually seeing yourself while loving yourself is just top tier. Mm-hmm. That's all I got for it. Is it's just top tier. Love
4: we, talk, we we cover we a lot tonight, y'all.
1: We didn't cover where the future is. Where's Final point going? I'm going to put it out there because it is a goal of the mine. Exclusive?
4: <laughs> oh, snap. Okay. We get the exclusive. We get the no, no, exclusive. <laughs> <us on> technically, <laughs> I'm on <laughs> beat. Yeah, no, I'm
0: <laughs> technically, I'm <laughs> on beat, man. I music music so beat. You
4: know what I'm saying? <laughs> Yeah, I for
1: real. <laughs> that is interesting so my actual goal for finding blank and you know my five senior plans my five <laughs> senior plan is actually to have like a center and then actually have a center that we're basically doing art programming for the community so an that. arts-based culture center but then mm. also um conjoined with it i would like to have a special needs daycare to um, mm. help specifically people in, like, the black community with special needs and different things like mm-hmm. that because I do think it's something that's overlooked in the black community, and there's not very many resources provided mm-hmm. to it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, so I, I mean, kind of, like, reading that with joining with the center. It's so.
0: unnecessary because literally yeah. nobody, like, like you said, it's such an overlooked
3: necessity. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: yeah, that's kind of, like, my other... Um, area
1: of passion. I've worked a lot with kids with special needs. I've worked with kids with special needs here. Um, Fun fact, before I went to my study abroad, I did service trips in Nicaragua two years in a row and one of the things is we worked at like an equine farm with kids with special needs Mm -hmm. and um also visited like some orphanages with kids with special needs because it was kind of like a taboo in that country Mm -hmm. for someone to be special needs they felt like it was kind of like a shame brought on the family so it was um and it has very little like that too
0: mm with people um our special needs they almost feel like like she said like shame the family like you mm-hmm. failed as a parent mm-hmm. to be able to birth a kid mm-hmm. who has special needs that's so, that's so cool and that's
1: one of the things of why I wanted to like do it specifically in the black community cause then even when I came home I worked with the organization that um service mostly kids with autism but usually most kids with autism are dually diagnosed with other things as well Mm -hmm. especially when it's severe Mm -hmm. and a lot of them were more affluent white families and the cost of providing good services and programs and stuff for kids which special needs are so expensive and almost everyone that we serviced were affluent white i mean people coming from all across the country like had money like that and then when i went to the school i worked with emotionally disturbed but i also did see special needs there and I just looked at the type of programming that they were provided and the services they were provided okay. in the inner city, mm-hmm. and then that was just like so heartbreaking to me because I'm like, mm-hmm. they just don't have the same services in specifically the black community, and I would just like to kind of shine more light on that in the black community.
3: You, thank you. Thank you.
0: Thank you. Last happening. question. Hey. Yeah, because we you really killed it and I'm so glad that you came today I almost did did not make it today (laughs) literally I was like I'm coming I'm just gonna come and I'm so happy I did I'm so happy to be like we just said no matter who you serve there is power in positioning and being in the right rooms with the right people at the right times just matters. So even though Brandon was here, it still was like so awesome. You're very
1: like, I feel like a very like calming, like peaceful, like oh, spirit. I feel like, it's, like, so no, it's the one. No, cause I was say, but I feel like you still like the turns up friend too. Cause I feel are all rounded. I like that. And I need my ear.
0: I got you, I got you, for sure. <laughs> you gotta set that up.
3: <laughs>
0: but, um, another question we love to ask all our guests, because you were so amazing today. Right. Yes. So what are three things you would like anybody who's watching this podcast to take from this episode? I would like three things for anybody
1: watching this podcast to take from this episode. One is... Love yourself and don't be Mm. hard on yourself. Life truly is a journey. You're going to have highs. You're going to have lows. None of them will last forever. Mm. So whatever you do, love yourself. If nobody else, you feel like you ain't loved by nobody else, just know to love yourself. Yourself. Look in Mm. the mirror. Tell yourself you love yourself. Affirm yourself and
0: just love on you. Because
2: no (laughs) one else will love you the way that you love yourself. No one.
0: Self-person is a it's a skill
1: self-love is true but i also do don't want anybody get it confused that it's just an easy endeavor that you go
3: on it's
1: a journey and it is a challenge Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. self-love is not something you just wake up and be like oh i love myself today (laughs) it's a journey it's something you have to practice (laughs) it's something you gotta keep at you gotta keep it going so that one for sure and then i would definitely tell people Find your passion. Kind of like sit with yourself. Think about the things that Mm. you like. Think about the things that you love. Think about the things that bring you happiness, that brings you peace. Mm. And then I would say explore career fields. I don't care if you're 50 or 60 years old. If you don't like what you're doing and you're not loving what you're waking up to every single day, I'm not saying quit your job today, but sit back and just kind of explore those things Mm. that make you happy. That's good. And then for the third one, I say... Figure out what type of art you like. Get into art. Get into Mm. any type of expressive art. It will change your life. It will change your day. And I know we said three.
3: The last one. The last but not
1: least is I challenge all of you in the next week, by the end of this month, find something out of your comfort zone and do it. Mm. Find something out of your comfort zone that it doesn't even have to be something you've never (laughs) done before. But find something mm-hmm. that makes you uncomfortable that's going to challenge you. Put yourself in a new space. Go to a new area that you don't go to. Go to a new grocery store you don't regularly go to. Go to a new bar you don't regularly go to. Go be in somewhere new that you haven't been before it. and mm-hmm. be uncomfortable.
0: Document that journey when you do it and make sure you tag it in your stories. Tag at find blank so we can hold yes. you accountable. Just mm-hmm. like you're yes. going to be accountability <laughs> partners. So once you do it, put it in your stories. Tag at yeah, the pull up exp it. and mm. at find and blank. We yes. would love to see everybody actually holding themselves mm-hmm. accountable, and we are Ooh. going to support you through this journey. And yes. We're having a show
4: notes, by the way, too. We're gonna to find a blank, we're gonna have the challenge, also. We're gonna call it the find and blank challenge now. Yeah, yes. yes. <laughs> yes. yes. I like it. Yeah, feel free
2: to donate to find and blank yes. as well. Yes. we yes. want to yes. keep these teens in um, a space where they can be themselves or find themselves. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that's important that they have that. Mm, yeah. You can donate on all platforms at Finding Blank.
1: You can also donate on our website, which is just findingblank.org. Yeah. And we'll
4: have the show notes, guys. We will. Yes.
0: Anything else coming up that we didn't hit on, any events or any initiatives that you would love for us to support that we should know about, uh, especially in support of Finding Blank?
1: Um, A few of our upcoming events are actually in school, some about COVID guidelines. I don't know if you guys will be able to come into the school. However, we do do um, events often. We actually just have um, a Bros Day Out event. Um, I would say definitely check out our social media at finding blank, check out our website. That's where we post any and all upcoming events that are open for the community and public. Um, we have a lot coming up this summer, so definitely follow us, check us out, and stay updated with everything that we're doing and also before we close out. I want to genuinely thank everyone here for having me because you mentioned in the beginning that um, she contacted you, or you did, that you guys were booked five months out. Mm -hmm. I remember getting, like, the date, and I was like, April.
0: And I was like... (laughs) Thank you so much for just no, sticking with me. No, it was actually the opposite.
1: And I was like, I think this is really cool. And I was like, April, hey, brother, I feel like they're going to forget about me by then. No, and absolutely And then when not. you guys circle back, and I was like, oh, because I was looking at the calendar. I was like... It's April now. I know the date coming up, and I was like, <laughs> "And Brennan
0: is oh fired officially. Brendan is Bree is pallet. taking over. <laughs> <laughs>
3: no, but Turn I was like, game. you guys actually remember,
0: and that made me
1: feel like so special. How did I was we like, it's you. been <laughs> you know okay. y'all, y'all of somebody,
0: me. and you're like." Okay, we got to get them. If first and the Kid would have <laughs> devoted us anyway. But, <laughs> right, right. So we had it That's in cool.
3: our head. It was like no. this mythical <laughs> be-
0: entity. And it was like, we're going to get money on our podcast. We got it. We have made it our business to showcase the entrepreneurs who are doing something for mm. profit non-profit just those who are really in the community building our city and those who don't always get the same we don't do the same seven mm-hmm. everything you know no shout out you know no shade to the same seven but we all know the same seven people mm-hmm. in the city doing everything mm-hmm. and there's so many amazing people who don't get the flowers they deserve at the Man. time thank so you. we love you because you just came through and family yeah blew it up. thank you yeah just and you. Awesome. That- Oh, I was just
1: going to say, I want to give a shout out, though, to all of the other nonprofits. And even if you don't have a nonprofit, if you're doing anything in the community, if you're helping out these youth that are going to be our future, (laughs) I thank you and I salute you because I understand the work that it takes.
2: And I just ask that you keep going because we are all needed. Yes. Yes. And going back to your date being so far out, <laughs>
3: we're go- we're getting if to you. Trust me. <laughs> me. This is the thing. This no is shade. the thing. We no, it's stuck. no shade.
2: We're booked. Yes, it's go. no shade, and we love Congrats it though. Y'all. We love it because it's we are
3: getting. We are here. getting
2: a chance to showcase so <laughs> many wonderful dope. People and just know that, and we're doing two, sometimes three
0: shows yeah, a week. This because we're four no, this week, four
3: for this week, literally on
0: the fourth one. We're it's we're ridiculous. coming,
3: we're coming because we know this
0: city is
2: so lit <laughs> with entrepreneurs. It it's so yeah. lit, and yeah, it's yeah. amazing that we get to see so many people doing dope things. And we're coming. We haven't forgot
4: about haven't you. About it. We're booked. Nah, we, full, y'all. It's, it's, it's almost
2: awesome. embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> don't worry we got somebody they it's, will all, be in it's almost embarrassing when we approach certain people and we say yeah. six yeah, months you want, out yeah. you know and it's almost like, embarrassing like wait hard. what Nothing like hit me back hard. later because <laughs> i don't even know if i'll be available at that time it's just because we're trying to literally highlight everybody oh, because everybody's doing big things mm. and can i
1: just put this out there too like I want to just thank all of you all, not even for having me here, but everything that you're doing is so needed because I feel like we're in a period in life that I feel like there's just so much hate, the energy's so low, and I Mm. feel like to sit back and bring people together, to highlight people, to make people feel good about themselves and what they're doing. Mm-hmm. What you all are doing is pouring love out into the world and into wow. the community and creating <laughs> a community. Aww. This is a community that you're creating by bringing people together and uplifting them. And yeah. I just feel like I want to give everybody a present. <laughs> <ass. laughs>
2: is this about because. to be our thing?
1: Yes!
3: Yes, <laughs> That's our thing. It sound. It is our thing. That might be our thing. stuck <laughs> oh, to the
0: group hug. We <laughs> love it on the love.
4: <laughs> but and so so while while got, we got on the tape, so can we have a finding and blank pull up experience Mixer now Oh,
2: absolutely. Ooh. Indeed, and her and mixers are <laughs> listen pop
0: up, and they her mixers like
2: are mm. listen.
0: I um, mix it up less,
2: yes we had a masquerade one for Halloween We've oh, yeah, we got we a little great. bit of oh, oh man I
3: feel fire. like I forgot this fire. 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 so much days. fun yeah. so right. much fun yeah I so right. so fun. We, so we, forgot
1: everything I used to do so before coming y'all heard that we're on wax now this it's is as good as a, a contract yes we will be back for the mix up the masquerade balls the everything and all it and guess who's going to pull up who the pull-up experience. <laughs> She's
3: going to be a full experience.
4: That was good stuff right there. That yes. That was good stuff. She did.
3: Thank
2: now you so much for coming on, Amber. Thank you, have you guys been truly, the like, from the bottom of my heart to, for having me. like, you have so much to do with two U you wines yeah. in so many ways. And everything that you're doing is just.
0: Amazing. Top tier, oh. Top, oh, tier. top tier, God. top tier. I love you. Yes. <laughs> yes. yes. I love God, all God, the You're always going to come. Right? Was, I was so, because I messed up my eye, and I was like, I'm not coming up. Glasses. But I am so. Ins- by you mean the way, way this, 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 What? By the way this, the frames is, are but nice. You can't see the frames are really nice. The, I can part. see
2: the
1: that part, and nice. I also see the um, what is it called when it be the two tone like that? Yes,
4: oh, the frames oh, are nice. I can't even tell. You. Oh, they're expensive. You know what I'm saying? They're, <laughs> they're nice. nice. Oh, she yeah, no, like a no, little, no, little no, baddie over here.
0: Okay. I was trying to compete with Brandon because he always wore his. I was like, we gonna be wonder twins. We really gonna make this thing right because we already thinking like already. contact? Yes, and that's why I messed my eye up, and now I had to wear glasses. Fun fact, I always wanted to
1: wear glasses and have braces, because I think they're so cute. Shut up. I'm about <laughs> to get glasses and braces
0: only because I don't want to wear either one. <laughs> I think it's cute. <laughs> I'm only getting it just because it's a part of the journey. I'm finding myself. I love
4: it. <laughs> <laughs> so we, so we got to pay some bills. I'm sorry, because we got to make sure we uh, we insinuate 2 u guys. Come on, come on with it. Come on with it, money. Come the on.
3: most lit in the city, guys.
0: <laughs> Handcrafted, black, woman-owned Ooh. routine winery, guys. Located <laughs> at 4425 Mayfield Road, South Euclid, Ohio, mm-hmm. 44121. Open Thursdays mm-hmm. through Saturday. Thank you can you, get a honey. bottle. You can get a glass. Or you can get one of the infamous wine slushies. in the city. The in the city. And I tell y'all, it's not just me. It's the <laughs> most... Fun you will have for the most affordable price, guys. It is an experience. Mm-hmm. Every time you are able to get with Nakia, meet her. She's such a genuine soul, as you all are able to hear and see in see the podcast. Absolutely. But um, to able to get her to yourselves, not for too long. Also, make sure you always <laughs> leave me a bottle of Cabernet. It's the black uh, label I <laughs> guys. That's what I like for beneficial babe. Um, Also, we also want to shout out our other... Podcast sponsors. Shout yes. to to social Master. We social know masters. when yes. you are networking, as we said, building and growth being in the white rooms is important. Mm-hmm. Not only um, for that moment, but to be able to have a lasting and make a lasting impression. Mm-hmm. We all know paper business cards are dated and people don't use them as much as they used right. to. We also can't just be giving out our Instagram, though you guys can't follow me at the official <laughs> babe or the podcast, the podcast at the pull-up experience. You can also follow Amber at finding Blake. But... If you ain't got time to type that in Ooh. real quick, Social Master provides cards, credit card type of business cards mm-hmm. with the uh, QR code on there. You get Ooh. close enough to it. You don't even really have to scan it from your card. You get close enough to it. Your phone is scanning for you. You click the link. It opens up. Not only will you have the information as far as our names, our business names, our website, payment information, PayPal, um, What's Square, uh What is the other one? Cash app. Whatever you use to make sure you send us some money on these beautiful businesses. We got you. Also, all social media links will be there. You hit it. Save contacts. You'll hold down on our profile photos. Make sure you add it to your contact list. You got us forever. So even if you have the best intentions and want to get back in touch with us, you can. We also would like to shout out Tower City. They will be sponsoring oh. not only our 50th episode, Cinco de Mayo. It's actually yeah. going to be Sacy <laughs> de Mayo. you know. Uh, but we're going to be drinking like a Cinco de Mayo still. We're going to be sponsored by Two of You Wines. We will be getting together for our
3: 50th episode. 50th just episode. to culminate. Yeah. 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 Congratulations! You. All of our alumni, we want all of you there. Oh, back, I
0: will girl. be there. Oh yes, yes, well, you're yes. a alumni. We'll there, we yeah. got to get. All out together, just to let you guys know, we appreciate, we appreciate y'all. y'all just pulling yes. up on us and creating O-heartedly. the experience. You know, we are here to you know roll the cameras and give the questions and the unhums, but, but you y'all, make really y'all make what it make is. It yes. something special and different yes. for the city. And you really allow us to show that it's more Cleveland than LeBron and Bone Thugs. Um, oh, so God. thank you Great. for being <laughs> you. Um, the LeBron lasting... Bone Thugs, <laughs> come oh, yeah, on, show, come on. That's all y'all hear about is Clinton. So don't worry. We holding it down for y'all on the flip side. Right. But definitely come pull up on us. Um, And the last thing I want to talk about, because we are all into building teens, building youth, uh, period, whether you're a teen or not, all the way up to the age of 21. If you are or know someone who is starting a business, wants to be an entrepreneur, whether nonprofit or for-profit, we will be doing a full-fledged pop-up shop for teens on Juneteenth weekend, Father's Day weekend. It'll actually be June 18th and we're going to actually kick it off with teaching each other how to find the right target market, how to find the right setup for your lender table, how to find the right pitch for your business and also how to find yourself and be okay with being in the process because it can be a lot but we also gonna find you some money right so the next week <laughs> we're gonna have a pop-up shop as how City, City similar to the Real Black I Friday do. but on a much younger sale mm-hmm. it's gonna be like the Black Futures Month right we already did yes. that girl we'll good. Right? that girl good. I call her money I call her money so make sure you all are coming <laughs> to support our children as well as signing up Children, we are here to just build and grow Absolutely. together, and yeah. we have so many amazing resources here to make that thing a reality, mm-hmm. right? So, thank you in advance for all that you continue to do. All links will be in the description below, whether Absolutely. it be for find and blank or the pull up experience, um, and all of our personal links. Steve is in the background. We finally got him. We down got today. Steve. Oh, Steve is oh, a house He's house out in the building. building. Totally Elon Musk, we know you trying to do SpaceX, but I then had the alien. Okay. <laughs> if you guys need any photography, videography, or any headshots or anything for your business or uh wonderful events to commemorate that, make sure you guys hit up Alien Eyes. And if you are a creative and want to showcase your art, you definitely need to be plugged in. Um follow at Alien Eye Player because he got a lot of affirmations, a lot of uh, spoken word and songs that you can get down to, especially in the morning when you are in the mirror dancing to yourself. <laughs> Um, okay. that's all I got to say for right now, um, but did I miss anything y'all? No, oh, you absolutely You the intro killer any yeah, the closer. Yeah. But, <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm, I might do intros, but my bro here, Nacho Average, is the major closer. If y'all don't need to buy a home in the city of Cleveland or surrounding that's areas. That's what you want to keep, it, keep it in, and ain't ain't it? Boy, yeah. It's <laughs> definitely <laughs> to you. If you ever yes, want to it know is. how to let it all float or get too nasty back in the day, Definitely get you a bottle of two you. I'm uh, telling you, it's affordable, it's tasty, it's no muck. Um, and you can never go back to like regular grocery store wines once you have a real handcrafted Somali uh, routine. So make sure you <laughs> stop by 4425 Mayfield Road, South People, Ohio, uh-huh. spokesperson. Thursday, Thursday. Yeah. Yeah. Saturday. <laughs> are no together. more gas together. station wine. No, no, no. it's, it's not the same. Let okay, the, it's, it's really not, not the same. Let's it
3: go. It's not the
4: same. That's funny. Episode t- episode <laughs> forty one.
0: Episode forty
4: one. One, oh, y'all. Oh, Come on. Let's episode go. Episode forty one.
2: Special. You <laughs> yeah. are. Absolutely. Thank you guys. This is yes, show.
0: definitely.
2: Until
4: uh,
0: next time, guys. That's right. Be good or be real good at it, y'all. See. You bye. bye. Thank you guys for having me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
3: <laughs> was you are yeah. so amazing. I'm Yeah.
4: Are you an artist, influencer, performer in the city and in need of a photographer or a videographer just as unique as you? Check out my girl, Arlo. Not only is she bring her unique perspective and her artistic touch to your photos and videos, but she's gonna put her own spin to what's gonna make, take your photos to the next level. So do yourself a favor today and check her out. It's hey, going, everybody? It's your boy, Not Your Average Agent. And if you feel yourself overwhelmed, stressed, just complacing your business, I got a solution for you. Check out my girl, Beneficial Babe. If you find yourself with help with automation, creating systems, helping with just your overall funnels with your, with your merchandise and products, she's the person you want to talk to. So do yourself a favor and take your business to the next level. Check out my girl, Beneficial Babe today.